Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Let's meet our players. Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm playing Trather Wimblin, a human fighter. Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm going to be playing John Abermere, a crimson-born human. Peter, Bertrand Greystone, Dwarven Forge Cleric. William R. Ericocro Magi. Daniel, I am playing Vatten. I am a half-elf ranger. Hi, my name is Ben, and I am Twig, or Shem. I am a rogue bard and a, a goliath. We hope you enjoy our episode. So he hands you a note, and it, instead of having three things written on, it just says the words flail snail. Flail snail? Flail snail. Wow. Oh. You need to find one of those. <laughs> and that will take care of all of this. Interesting. <laughs> um, alive or dead? Uh, you don't want to bring it back alive. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> I mean, just curious. It'll leave a huge mess. <laughs> Make me anyone who would like to roll those sweet, sweet dice. Uh, nature, survival, for humor's sake, animal handling, because I can make that work. Heck yeah, animal handling. One, one of those things. Roll those things. Seven! Got a 19 on animal handling. Okay. None of them. 18 on nature. Okay, okay, so what we're going to go... so good! Good night! A bull, right? Well, let me tell you about this one time. <laughs> okay, so so we have a 22, a 20, a 19, an 18, and a 7. Um, but that's fine. We um, almost had a straight. You did. Oh, dang. Wait, wait, Ben hasn't rolled yet. Ben, I need you to get a 21. Uh, that's not possible. That's unfortunate. Um, well, we'll <laughs> get a 17. How about it? We'll okay, that's okay. fine too. Which, whichever works. Basically, everybody. So, flail snails, real, real big, big creatures. I mean, it's it's what the name implies. It's a snail. Slow, slimy, icky, giant shell. Um, but instead of like you know normal snail things, doing normal snail things, it um will lash out at you with with, with flails, not metal flails, snail flails. Um. And uh, and and Trather knows well, from experience. They're like, they're, can I explain what they are in so, the best possible way? I'm excited. They're, they're like those sticky hands That's that you perfect. got from the vending machines I or the, the little the little capsules. Yep. Oh yeah. But uh-huh. very bad. Yes. I'm going to the grocery store heavy. after this, and now I'm going to see if they sell any of those. Uh, they do. My children have far too many. Uh, as did I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trather, you know flail snails well. They are a problem back home. Um, av- avoid the flails, as the name would suggest. Um, but you also know they glow sometimes. That's bad. When they glow, that's bad. You, you, you want to not stare at them when they glow. It's going to be a, an issue. That and you have fought one. Once, yeah. uh, you can remove tentacles like the lashing flails. You can remove them individually, uh, but they will grow back eventually. Now, eventually, it's like we're talking days, but they will grow back. They're like Wolverine. Um, that, that's not like Wolverine at all. He grows back. Well, he regenerates. I guess that's probably more accurate. Fair. Um, he grow back. Yeah, I mean, he's grown back from a single cell before, hasn't he? So you guys are very, actually, as a group, actually somewhat uh, familiar with flail snails. 
they are dangerous, they are icky, and they will hit you real hard. Um, but you are comfortable with the fact that this is probably doable. It's fine. It's probably fine. It's very important that everybody get all of the sand out of every bit of clothing if they haven't already. Oh. You really don't want to get slimy and gritty. You'll just, it's going to be, don't do that. I'm going back just to the, all the sticky the hands as I had as a kid. Horror comes over Bertrand's face. <laughs> the, the, when the sticky hand would get dirty and it wasn't sticky anymore. No, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what will that be like, but in your joints of your armor. Yeah. Uh, no, it's so, so bad. So good defense, just throw sand at it? Trather's no. armor... <laughs> when, when Actually? Trather's armor hears you? That oh, would no. That's not nice, that, Jenny. <laughs> but that's how you kill a snail. No. Or just really make one angry. That's yeah. mean. Also, mean. don't throw don't throw sand on it because then you're just getting hit with a sixty grit flail. Oh. <laughs> okay, so Rad looks at all of you, shakes his head. So if you need me, I'll be inside, northwest of here. Flail snail, have fun. GLHF. Good luck. High fives to you too, sir. <laughs> he heads back inside, and you see him immediately pulling parts off of shelves and, and digging through crates and you see some glowing stuff. It's probably fine. Um, Bertrand like goes and like sifts through his backpack a little bit. He pulls out like this cloth wrapped bundle and goes and like wanders behind a bush for a while and comes back out in a different suit of clothing and like just kind of gently hands like a, a neatly folded pile of laundry to R and just gives him this pensive look like <laughs> could you press the digitation the sand out of this too so much <laughs> sand I thought you were going to be getting the cow drops out I thought that was going to actually happen finally no. <laughs> not not oh that's mm, I don't I actually, don't imagine it's something that's always in contact with the ground that might not be the worst thing ever it's, it's not the worst idea but I can't imagine us doing like a high speed chase against a flail snail <laughs> no and but it, I mean it could be a good area denial thing we could funnel it into a choke point or make it pay if it didn't go that way and it's astonishing 10 foot 10 foot per round speed it's not like we won't have a chance to set things up a little bit <laughs> Okay. Oh, look, there it is. All right. So it'll be on us in about 15 minutes. The snail is literally 10 feet away. You know it's moving, but it doesn't look like it's moving, but it's probably moving. Yeah. Okay. So you guys know to the northwest-ish, you might be able to find a flail snail. Well, I suppose we should start heading that way. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's go rid the countryside of an especially icky menace. Your ship's leaving. <laughs> Shim's just leaving. <laughs> no one writes songs about these. There is nothing to be gained from this venture. We out. Shim's not even sure where he's going. He's just walking. He's just going. <laughs> On the plus side, I have DM control of the miniatures. <laughs> Yay. All right, guys. So I guess we'll just have to slug through this. Oh. <laughs> Took you long uh, enough. Moving at a snail's pace. Like this is kind of a slimy course of action. There but... it is. All right. Well, I caught 
somebody saying this is spiraling out of control earlier, but. Oh, I missed that one. That was good. That's good. That's actually really good. Okay, so you guys. Turn into a shell game for us. Oh, nice. That was a bit of a reach. A little, a little, to be honest. Um. So what do? What am I trailing behind where I should be on this? That's Come on. better. <laughs> That's what I look for. Yeah, let's go find ourselves a yep. snail. Yep. <laughs> Luckily, they are slow and hard to miss because they're very shiny. So you guys, you guys walk for a couple hours, and you come okay. upon, and you're you're probably two or three hundred yards out, um, not on the map, but just it's fine. Um, yeah, flail snow. I like to think that we discover this thing by like the thwacking noise as it picks a fight with a tree. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's just trying to knock over because it would take longer yeah. to w walk around the tree than it would to knock right. the tree over. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, it's a flail yeah. snail, you know? It's like. <laughs> if it puts enough of its weight on it, the tree will fall over and it'll just go over the tree. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, I hate this nope. already. Rather, right. will sort of limber himself up. At, <laughs> at this range. I could shoot it 15 times before it even got to me. <laughs> and I could move. Yeah, there's also that. It's sort of the same approach I take to dealing with the giants in uh, Skyrim. I, hey. just, I just use an unrelenting force and then run away. run away. I tend to lead dragons what? into them. So I'm going to hand my bag of Caltrops to Trather and can I say, all right, just go in front of us and lay these down and we'll just shoot arrows at it and draw it. In, and then it either won't cross the cow drops and can't reach us, or it'll just take a bunch of damage. All right. I mean, mathematically, that makes sense. Sure. I'm going to go with and uh, use my own cow to make the area a little bit denser. I'll uh, I'll glance over at um, Vatten and be like, would you like me to soften it up and give you a little bit clearer of a shot? If you want. I've, I've got a pretty good shot. I don't think I need too much help there. Yeah. Save, save your spells in case something goes wrong. So All right. So, so since it's got the, you know, fantastic 10 speed and the um, minus 3 to initiative, I'm just going to assume you guys go two or okay. three times, and then it goes, not really. But you guys are all going to go, and then it'll go. I'm not going to worry about you okay. ro rolling, do your stuff, okay. and then the flail snail will act accordingly-ish. Okay. okay. Um, May I go last, please? Sure. Approved. I I will go first. Also, I should note that I was like, "All right, it's time to shoot this bow." I was physically doing stretches for my arms, like, "All right, let's." <laughs> method acting. Okay. I like it. All right. <laughs> sure, method acting, not going slightly crazy. All right, so that's a that's a, a twenty-seven hit on my first arrow. I mean, I guess sure. Yeah, that seems fine. Oh, and this is going to be two attacks, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Five damage on the first one. Okay. It's a natural 20. Nice. Love it. <laughs> All right. So I, you know, taking my time, lining up my shot, exhale, release the arrow. Oh. Yep, 19. That's, that's. Oh. <laughs> seems decent. All right. So I put in a total of 24 damage on my first round. Who's next? You've gotten its attention. <laughs> You, that's probably accurate. Uh, yeah, so whoever wants to go next, not John, as John is last. Let's go, let's go Shim. 
Um, hey, Patton, um, what kind of range are we talking about on these flails, maybe? Uh, you guys are pretty sure from your extensive knowledge, 10-ish feet. About 10-ish cool. feet. Cool, 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 cool. Um, what he said. Yeah, we're going to try to hide. And move to the tree over here. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. Yeah, sure. Bloop. Right over here. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, make me a stealth check. And hide. Uh, bonus action hide. Stealth check. 20. As long as I roll a 20, we're good. Um, okay, so with that lovely zero, yeah, 14. Yep, you're good. <laughs> cool. Uh, and then I'm just going to chill for a minute. What shim? I don't see a shim. Bertrand. Hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and participate. I'm just going to cast Guiding Bolt at this thing. Now, do you have to make an attack roll? I believe I do. Okay, so... you, have a dis you have disadvantage. Okay. As inflicted by the snail. All right. <laughs> Oof. Dang it. <laughs> okay, so roll a... 23 there. Roll a <clears throat> d6 for me. One. Okay. Okay. Um... <laughs> What's your bonus, Peter, to, for the attack? Uh, it's plus three? Or no, That's sorry, proficiency's in there, plus five. Oh, okay. it's right on the thing, duh. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, does 20 hit your AC? Just barely. Um, I think Bertrand's AC is 19. Okay, so you go through your motions for the Guiding Bolt, and as you kind of send it out, it the shell of the... Um, snail shimmers the guiding bolt hits it bounces back and hits you okay um, um roll for yourself 4d6 radiant all right <clears throat> rolling your own damage that's mostly because i can't remember what guiding bolt is there you well, go I perfect okay you take 15 from the snail you or yourself one or the other <laughs> trather yes Bertrand's general expression is like, this hurts a lot, but not as much as my pride. Well, shockingly, I haven't used it much, but I do have a crossbow. Okay. That's, yeah, 18 works. William, what will R do? Noting that the last time someone tried to do magic-y things to the snail, it went poorly. Going to use the ice knife, but... Oh, you can throw that, right? Um, it's a 60-foot range. <laughs> Flings at one creature within range. I mean, he's not going to catch you for six turns after that, so it's probably fine if that's the route you wish to go. Well, just sounds like it might come back at me. Um, uh, actually, make me a, an Arcana check, you or John. 16! Ten, ten I trillion. rolled well for the first time! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right, Jenny, John knows flail snails have something called anti-magic shell, um, which in some cases can cause... Unfortunate negative things to happen were you to, like, I don't know, cast Guiding Bolt at it or something. Yeah. <laughs> For, you know, example sake. A little trail of white smoke just kind of rises from Bertrand. <laughs> yes. I, I would like to imagine that Bertrand did that, and then John goes, Oh, oh yeah. Right. <laughs> it's that seven I rolled earlier kicking in. <laughs> oh, like, flail oh, By the way, snail. guys, remember... <laughs> No, I like I like that better. It's like, oh yeah, don't forget the O. Mm. Mm. My yeah, bad. That, that exact specific O. That's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, so William, will R do anything else? Well, I have a crossbow as well. Okay, I'm gonna use that. Cross crossbow um, it. Six. 
Okay. And that leads us to John. Okay. Um, so uh -oh. now that we've all made it angry, hopefully, and I want to do Phantasmal Force, and I I want to put, um, like, the fire. Okay. <laughs> Fake fire in a line in front of it. Ten feet of fire in this square and this... Come on, this square. Okay, um, what Fake is fire. your save it, DC? My save DC is 13, and it must make an intelligence saving throw. Intel perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go real, real well. There we go, fire-ish yeah, thing. Um, intelligence, great. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Good>. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Um, you do get the impression that the same anti-magic shell that per has caused you guys difficulty in trying to do things to it maybe also benefits it in the same way. Um, so in other words, it has advantage. Um, okay. It has advantage at minus four, but, you know, seven. Ooh. Seven is my better number, so that's that feels yeah. like a no. Okay. So it sees fire right there. So okay. all of those flails are, in fact, not tiny brains. No, no, they're not. I'm not sure how a creature with this low in intelligence is supposed to react to something like this. Phantasm includes sound, temperature, and other stimuli, also evident only to the creature. Uh, here's the thing. I think it's going to be too stupid to use its action to examine the phantasm. Right. I think it it, it is absolutely certain the fire is there, and I think it may, like, and, and obviously this is up to your own discretion, but... The target can use its action to examine the phantasm with an intelligence check. No. <laughs> I cannot imagine a snail. Yeah, no, it's not going to be able to do that. Looking at fire and being like, is this real? <laughs> um, okay, so if it gets back to your turn and it's within well, five I mean, feet the, of the it. The one with the pipe earlier might, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll take damage if it stays near it, right? On your turn? Uh, if it goes on it. So oh, okay, if it okay, okay. In physically interacts with that that fake fire, it will think it's being burned. And it does take up a three by three for those curious. Um, okay, so your fire is there. Okay, so it's the Flail Snow's turn. Um, it's now aware that you're all here. Oh, 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 I was wrong, I was wrong. Uh-oh. Each round on my turn, the Phantasm can deal 1d6 psychic damage to the target if it is in the Phantasm's, Phantasm's area or within five feet of it, provided that the illusion is of a creature or hazard that could logically deal damage, such as by attacking. Um, oh, never mind. Never mind then. It's fine. Okay. It's five feet away from the fire. Okay, I'm gotcha. So it very aggressively, for like a snail, um, tries to move around the fire towards you. But that's, that's about it. You guys... Uh, made the correct choice of attacking it from a distance. Let's go with that and again, because that seems to be about all he's going to be capable of this turn. He's a little freaked out by the fire. That's and... all right. We're a little freaked out by a giant flail snail. I mean, look. <laughs> I mean, a regular flail snail, not a giant flail snail. Let's not give the DM ideas. What? And, and roll the one. Giant flail snail. Okay, uh, your arrow misses Shim. What will Shim do? Okay. Um. Well... Let's do what I was gonna do and see how bad it turns out. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, I am going to with my thirty feet of action or thirty feet of movement, uh, five, ten, fifteen. 
uh, as it's moving around the fire, I'm going to run up and give it a nice little rapier stab. And that's a six. That's a no. And bonus action, disengage. Okay. <laughs> run uh, five, ten, fifteen feet away. <laughs> oh, right. You get to do that as a, it's a rogue bonus action. Uh, cutting thing. action, yeah. Yes. And okay. standing right in the open, because I know I can't hide now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, but, you're good. But you at least put the weird psychic phantom fire between you and the snail. That's not nothing. Peter. Not that I can see it, but I Bertrand. I just knew the tree wasn't going to help anymore. Bertrand's <laughs> um, turn. Bertrand's going to smolder a little bit and cast Cure Wounds on himself. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Trather. Actually, yeah. I think I cast Cure Wounds on himself using a second level slot. <laughs> Even better. Uh, okay, Grant, go for it. Get him again with the the crossbow, unless he uh, if he's still at range here. Uh, you might have to sidestep the tree, but I think you're good. He's trying to take cover. It's just a process. Twelve? No. All right, William. It is ours turn. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing. <laughs> well, well, that's a natural one. You can add okay. four to that. That's that's not nothing, but that's gonna be a no. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, the bolt just kind of sails over the fire. That yeah, you don't glad see I didn't somehow. use magic on that one. Yep. Glad I moved. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Jenny, John's turn. I spend a fleck okay. to make my magic distant. Okay. And I do shocking grasp. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Um, uh, so that's a melee spell attack. You have disadvantage. Okay, dopes. And you, you do know that from your check earlier, so if you want to change that, yes. that's up to you. Nah, I mean, here here's what John can do. Okay. John Touché. can... Hit it with a quarter staff, and and having to get up close to it, or stay further away and chance. <laughs> you know, I don't not see the problem. The thing. I don't see the problem with the quarter staff plan. That seems fine to me, but I mean, you know, double fifteens. Double fifteens. It actually says at the. That's nice. I did um, do that. Yeah. It, that misses either way. Okay. But wow. that is um. <laughs> Nice, I like that. On on the flail snail's turn, um, is going to go relieved because we haven't hit it once. You hit it a couple of times. Not this round. Oh no, not that round. No, this is the cursed round. <laughs> all right, all right. Help help me out here. I'm going to ask a dumb question. Is reach ten feet the two squares past it or two extra? So, so it could the square could, next. It is five. The next one is ten. I'm fifteen feet You're away. You're fifteen. Thank you. That's what I needed. Okay, because I've never, in any version of D and D, have been a hundred percent sure about that, and should have asked that question sooner. I have been thinking about that as I'm laying out where I run. That's smart. <laughs> okay, so it, um, the shell starts glowing. Oh, uh, <laughs> and it emits kind of a, a colored light, oh, and. No. Is all shiny and glowy and stuff. Um, Immediately shut my eyes. <laughs> Roll the disbelief. Reaction, reaction. Okay, so anyone within 60 feet of it um, has disadvantage on attack rolls, so not just spell attacks, all attack rolls. And anyone within the bright light, which is only the first 30 feet, which is just Shim, <laughs> uh, make me a no, wisdom. No, I should be within it. 30? It move. It moved, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That'll work, then. Uh, both of you make me a wisdom save. Oh, gosh. Cool. 
I'm so wise. It's but do it. Both of you do it with advantage because you knew this was a possibility. That's a natural twenty. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay, nineteen. All right, nineteen. All right, so you both actually just close your eyes, uh, like right before, uh, and you feel the light kind of you a little bit, but it doesn't do anything. Do we still have disadvantage on attacks? You do, but just you two. And it is now Vatten's turn again. Glowy snail. Right. Glowy snail. Glowy snail. All right. Well, I'm going to do the thing that I'm good at, and I guess I'm going to save my spells because it's not worth it. Uh, I'm going to shoot it with a bow. Shoot it with a bow. I'm going to miss it with a bow. That's cool. Yep. Nope. 11 does not hit. Shim. New friend. New friend. Hi, new friend. Um, Come uh, come hang out. Uh, Shim is going to go ahead and burn a spell and sing a song of Bane. Uh, Negative 1d4 to attack rolls and saving throws. Do I get a saving throw for the Bane? You do? It's a charisma. Perfect. You are super (laughs) charismatic, apparently. Minus 3 with advantage. Please don't be. Show me the numbers. That's That's a a a 5. A 2 and a 5. Impressive. So together, that's still less than, I think, half of what I need. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're good. For the listeners, uh, that was a five and a two. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Add them together, and we're still not quite there. So, yeah, when every target fails to saving throw, uh, makes attack rolls, saving throws between the spell, negative D4. Did I I mention the the flail snail racial ability? of combining its two advantage rolls together and tripling them. <laughs> Is that, did I say that earlier? Okay. All right. So, uh, that was, yep, that was a problem. So minus, minus one D four, you said, uh, minus one D four on all attacks. Okay. Or saving throws. And I am lay sad. Um, if shim is done, it is Bertrand's turn. Uh, no, shim is going to take a couple steps back too. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the problem. Not far, just enough out of range. Because uh, 10 feet and 10 feet, yeah, that's that. Okay. Um, <laughs> hang on, I'm just, looking bless up. <laughs> okay. Snail just wants a hug. All right. All right. I am going to use bless on. Oh, man. Um, Ooh, up to three. I'll move over here so I can get R in range. I'm going to use Bless on R, Trather, and Vatten. You guys all get uh, an extra D4 on all of your attacks and saving throws. Nice. Sounds good. Those buffs. Is that just to hit? It's it's attacks or saving throws. So if it does something... Magic-y. Offensive again, you get a a plus 1D4 to your save, and you also get a plus 1D4 to hit it. And then Bertrand is going to move back over here because glowy thing was not cool. So here you guys go. Huh? Look, I'm going to bless you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Run away. He's still smoldering a little <laughs> uh, from his own spell. <laughs> Sir Wimlin, crossbow, at, crossbow times are now. Yes, I suppose so. Actually, yeah, let's go ahead. Oh, okay. Want to just, nope, that's a nope, miss. That's a, that's a, okay, William. Come on, William. You've already got disadvantage, so might as well cast a spell. Yeah, I guess you can't double disadvantage. That's right. <laughs> roll four, roll four times and take the lowest. Stop it. <laughs> House rules. 
<laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> no, we're not okay. gonna do that. Uh, so, so whatever you do, William, uh, because you are within. If, you were not in range, but if you do anything magicy, roll twice, and then we'll take the lower of the two and add one d four. Okay. I think so that counts I everything. I'll do ice knife. Okay. Sounds like that's. Uh... So roll ice knife knife twice. Okay. Yeah. You a twenty two oh. and a twenty three. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, Daniel, I'm gonna need you to read that out loud because William just hit. Oh. I knife to meet you. There it is. All right. <laughs> I didn't need the D4, did I? No. Uh, no, a 23 okay. and a 24 are both fine. Uh, so roll okay. the ice knife damage. That'll hit and... not anything but the Tarask, I think. Uh-huh. So the ice knife is 1D10 damage. And then it, like, explodes but, or something. Yeah, hit or miss, the shard <laughs> explodes, and each target, the target and each creature. Oh, I didn't look at... No, you're fine. We're all... Uh, within five feet, must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. Okay. Uh, he will... So he, he gets to roll advantage on the saving throws. Does 15 make it? Uh, you have to roll... Uh, oh, minus the bane. Yep. Yeah. Minus the d4. Yep. All right, hold on. So do I need to do the d10 first? Yes, go ahead. Oh. Okay. Now, it says uh, at higher levels, when you cast a spell using the spell slot of second level or higher... The cold decreases by 1d6 for each slot level. So, so have, I can do a second right, level. Right, if you want to use a right? second level spell for this, he would take more ice damage. Yep, let's do that. Okay. So, And your DC is... Looks like 13. Okay, he makes his save. Actually, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Okay. My dexterity is 16. Okay, now... Oh, wait, wait. So he takes the ice okay. damage. So he takes the d10, and then he takes 3d6 cold. So we'll roll three more d6. That'll probably finish this off, I think. 11. <laughs> yeah, okay, so 17 is plenty. Uh, the, ice, the ice knife uh, gets gets all, all of its target. The flail snail goes down. <laughs> Snail sickles. <laughs> good advice to use the ice knife. Yes, yes, good timing. Um, okay, so that's, that was a flail snail. And it's frozen for the trip back home. Yes. <laughs> For the trip back. Preservation. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, you don't want your flail snail to go rotten? How, how heavy is it? Nothing is better snail. than a slowly thawing slime creature. I mean, um, I've always said that myself. <laughs> I mean, you know, it seems like sound <laughs> wisdom. Uh, ask your question again, Ben. Uh, how heavy is this flail snail? Multiple people heavy. You guys. I, I count large when carrying. Okay, that helps. I mean, you guys can make it all the way back with the flail snail without a problem. No, it's fine. Listen, we build, like, a little thing to put it on so we can drag it, and we can have a flail snail sled. We just roll the shell in a circle. <laughs> just tuck him in and just roll him down the hill. Do we, do we jump just... into a bucket, and then we have a flail snail pail? Nope. We don't do that. Yeah. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, we don't. G- GM overroll. No, we don't. That's not a thing. <laughs> if we bring it to the beach um, and we find it a friend, it'll be a whale and a flail snail in a pail. <laughs> That's quite a tail. <laughs> no tail. I <laughs> underestimated your true potential. Fun-cilitator. <laughs> yep. I know, I know how we... 
I've figured out how we get it to his house. We just send it by post. You know, snail you know, mail. Snail snail mail. mail. <laughs> I tried to make a snail mail joke earlier, but it didn't work. So that's that's that was too slow. Uh, yeah, um, but but if they send it to the wrong address, yeah, wrong address, then you're going to have a snail mail fail, and we don't really want that. So I just wanted to reuse the flail snail. <sighs> yep. Okay, yeah, I no. can I can hear Grant dying of puns on the other <laughs> side of this. You're not wrong. <laughs> okay, so you guys take what you uh, is on the list of flail snail, and which is basically you know different like the flails and the flail and or snail yeah <laughs> you, you show back up to radden I, I, present I your flail the, snail i don't know the technical names for these snail parts but if i had to guess i'd say we'd need to take its knee <laughs> it's knee <laughs> how do you find the knee on it never mind look all right look <laughs> It's fine. I'm just picturing like that that meme with like the person with the equations floating in the air. That is Bertrand right now. <laughs> Have you seen the beginning of Numbers? It's kind of like yeah. that. You 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 find what you need. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Listen, I'm just I'm just really happy that I get to use a throwaway joke that they made in the Water Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Then get more 90s than that. Oh, yeah. Well. Okay, so we, we have taken the snail back to... Yes, um, Ren salvages Redden. what he needs of the flail snail. And it takes him uh, about a day, and he serves you guys lunch and dinner and breakfast and a second lunch, um, and disappears. You guys notice he kind of... Despite the tower having multiple levels up, he always goes under the tower. Keeps disappearing and coming back up and grabbing things off shelves and books and, and all this. And after about about a day, he shows back up and he sets a cube on the desk. All right, so we have what, a cube on the desk. What kind of cube? Um, Like size, color? Six-ish inches square. Well, cubed, I guess. And glowy. Okay. Greenish. Green glowing cubish thing. Kind of swirly on the inside. Oh, it's the magic bits of the flail snail. You guys, uh, you who, if anyone studies it, you think the anti-magic properties of the flail snail shale um, are probably something at work here. Yeah, I, I, I imagine so. Okay, it's, it's on the map now. Uh, but it's like, like I said, it's pretty small. What, what do? He's like, he brings it out, sets it on the table... I believe that will deal with your problem. All and right. He, well, John, he hands you a smaller one. There's only about an inch square cubed. Excuse me. Give this to Bastion. I'm sure do. he'll figure out something to do with it. Uh, this one glows pink. Um. So yeah, you guys have a cube thing. Cube thing. Uh, we should take the cube and go. I guess travel with it. Is that a companion cube? Is this a companion cube? <laughs> huh. I didn't expect that reference, but there you go. Well, I'm making I'll just cube things. I'm I'm making a note here. Huge success. <laughs> Hard to overstate your satisfaction. So before we get more Valve references for our audience, uh, we're going to call it for the evening. <laughs> That's 
probably all these jokes have a pretty short half life. Yeah. There it was. <laughs> oh, I'm not even up. I'm a little upset. A but like, that opens and closes for them, and it's just. I want to be upset, but I'm not. I think maybe I maybe am a little bit. I don't know. It's fine. Oh, I'm so proud. <laughs> it's been some of your best work, if I'm honest. You guys have all done an excellent job tonight. Puns. I am. Uh, I am most proud of you. Uh, okay. So thank I'm you for this listening. This is what it takes for him to be proud of us. <laughs> yep. This is the standard we can meet. You know, I'm feeling good don't about this. Question so. the standards I've set for you. I'm not. I'm just appreciating them. The audience seems to enjoy it. I'm going to run with it. <laughs> Sounds like fun. I mean, what's role-playing without puns, really? Yeah. We I told a lovely tale of a flail snail in a pale... I got the last one in there. Good. Pale, was, pale wasn't on your original list. You got that one in there now. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, and I want to give a special shout-out uh, to at LolyJojo on Twitter. Um, she's been sending gifts as she works through the backlog of episodes, and we have gotten a left shark gif. Um, Excellent. So, so shout out to uh, to Joanne uh, for that one. Uh, very much appreciated. Um, so, yes, if you want to find more of our episodes, cityonahillgaming.com, City on a Hill Gaming, in any of your podcatcher podcast app places, uh, and at City on a Hill Game on Twitter, come say hi. Uh, uh, Assault us with gifts, whatever it works. Uh, all your puns you can uh, send to an email address. I'm going to make up. It's not going to be real. Um, Hosts at stgcast.org. Or you that. That's also that. fine. <laughs> and for for Grant's sake, I will cut that if necessary. Uh, <laughs> and uh, P- Peter, Peter, since, since you're you're on a roll, um, where can they find saving the game? So saving the game is kind of um, it's it's me, Grant and Jenny. We do uh, an, a Christian RPG analysis podcast. So we go through and talk about kind of applied theology or sometimes just straight gaming advice from a Christian perspective and tie it to gaming. Uh, and you can find us at stgcast.org or savingthegamepodcast.org. Uh, we are also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash stgcast and we are saving the game on twitter and facebook uh we're mostly active on twitter these days it seems like the twitch stream is a um an every friday thing one of us will do something on there but it's pretty much inactive until friday so and uh yes throw all them your puns or or don't throw them throw them at us we will use them oh no (laughs) send us puns yes i insist we we will use them for something uh, they are, the fine folks at Saving the Game are, I believe, now at time of recording, nine-tenths of the way through your Ten Commandments series? Mm-hmm. Yep. We've got one more, and uh, we will wrap that one up. So, uh, I, I listened to the uh, ninth of Ten Commandments today. Most uh, That was an interesting one. That was an interesting one for us, too. We uh, We got a lot out of that one. Yep, and then the next episode we're recording, just to give some idea of the, the range of our our podcast here is going to have my wife on talking about her experience running a game for the first time. Ooh. So yeah, should Very be interesting. Cool. Okay. So stgcast.org for them. Go check out all the awesome family friendly 
Christian tabletop gaming things out there. Go check out the guys at Geek at Arms. Uh, they're going to be starting an actual play soon. Not D&D, but uh, should, I'm still very much looking forward to that. I think it's going to be very cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, links in the description for all the things. We appreciate you listening. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com. Email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgaming. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org or at Saving the Game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day.